welcome back to Bourbon Girl Talk. I'm your host, Scott Minton. Today, we are sitting down in the Bourbon Lounge, and we are starting a series. And uh, I don't know how many of these episodes we're going to do, but uh, I've been sitting down, and Nick and myself and Steven, and then whoever else is going to join us through this series, we're going to sit down and talk about everyday shelfers. So bourbons that you can find walking into any liquor store, anywhere, or at least you should pretty much be able to find them. Would you all agree to that? Yeah. Yes. I concur. You concur? <laughs> All right. So that being said, today we're going to walk through a staple in my house, and mainly because of the fact that uh, the women drinkers in my um, circle have a tendency to love it, which is Woodford Reserve, and the other one is going to be Bullet Bourbon. So anybody got a background or a story about either one of these bottles, things like that? I know Woodford Reserve is made by Brown Foreman. It's there in Brussels, Kentucky, all that good stuff. And, uh, it, to me, it's a good solid daily drinker, but we're going to taste through it, you know, go through the, the tasting notes and kind of go from there. And, uh, Bullet, I actually don't know much about Bullet other than the fact that it's made here in Shively. So, yeah. And, uh, just to reiterate, these are like your regular, there's no, you know, spinoffs just like high malt. These are just like your regular absolutely expressions on the shelf but actually bullets being made in out in shelbyville now is it out in shelbyville now i thought they were still making them at the shively plant no i think they just make a little there for the tours for the tours gotcha but everything is has moved out to the the new campus yeah that that was about a year ago i think uh, uh, yeah uh, when they built that new one but it's beautiful well shame on scott beautiful updated modern facility but as far as tour goes i mean it's basically the old stitzel weller it's a it's a great tour i mean you can get a cocktail i think it's one of the few tours you can actually buy a cocktail and take a cocktail on the tour and uh it's really nice i've heard great things i mean i've been on it several times but you blade and bow's out there too yeah blade and bow and um which one more that's out there iw harper iw harper yep yep so Both solid. I mean, again, maybe we'll get to some of those at some point, but I mean, all solid. I do have an IW Harper 15 year just sitting in the thing. Are those hard to find? You know, it's funny. I got that bottle and the only reason I bought it was because I love the decanter. It's such a good looking decanter. It looks good on the shelf. It does. Uh, But that $30 bottle that I call it the the gray black label, the IW is just a solid for the money. I mean, it's, it's, uh, I, I recommend it to my family up in Wisconsin a lot, so. Good deal, good deal. Well, all right, let's dive in. Woodford Reserve. Everybody get a nose. Tell me what you think, and we'll kind of go from there. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a little sniff here, and then I'll let you guys do your business. But it's one of those weird things. Woodford is something that when I first got into bourbon, I was, you know, drinking a little of this and a little of that, and um, I became a, a Weller snob, you know, because uh, it was cheap, honestly, at the time when I when I first started what, drinking it. What, Weller what was that like? Was ten cheap. years ago? <laughs> oh, it was a long time ago. We're talking like twenty years ago. Um, and, uh, I just, I just really enjoyed it. My, uh, my uncle, um, Pete drank it. So I was like, Hey, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have, I'm gonna have some of this. So we, we drink it and it just kind of became my, my everyday drinker was well or 12. And then it kind of got to the point where it just wasn't very available. Um, but you could still get antique 107. So I started buying a little bit of that and then it disappeared. And then it got to the point where I just was like, I'm just going to drink Woodford and I'm going to drink, you know, um, four roses, single barrel, just different things like that. So. Here we go. So, what what what's your first uh, impression? We'll, we'll start with you, Nick, and then we'll go to Stephen. Well, I, I'm, I'm smelling good. I mean, it it doesn't have a bad smell. I mean, you kind of get the those wood notes. I mean, it's nothing overpowering. It's just I don't know. It, I want to say solid. It's just it's okay. Like it, it's one of those. I I would I have one on my shelf. I'd probably keep one on my shelf, but it's not one of those. I'm going to go out and buy ten or fifteen of these bottles. 
No, it's it's definitely one of those, like I said, it's an everyday shelfer. It's something you want to have on the shelf. People are going to come in. People are going to recognize the name. They're going to want to drink it or try it. That's how I got That's how I got started with Woodford is the name and, you know, just the fact that it was a reasonable price, easy to drink. Easy to find. Easy to find. Well, what are the price point on these things? It's been, I, I, when I buy them, I just don't really even pay attention. What are they, like $34 or something like that? I, I, was, I was going to guess around 40 yeah, I think around 40 Are they that much now? Hmm. I think. I mean, I haven't checked recently, but uh, but that's another tour though. That beautiful campus down oh, there. So dude, absolutely. It, Purcells is one of my favorite cities in in the state of Kentucky. Yeah. You got to be careful of those uh, country roads going down there. <laughs> don't don't go into wintertime. Uh, but it's a uh, no. That's a beautiful campus down there, and they do have uh, some of their other expressions down there. But I mean, coming back to this one, and they're about to expand down there too. Uh, yeah. I mean, there's just something about this this pour just in general. I mean, a you get the the aroma, you get the leather and the tobacco and vanilla and things like that. But as soon as you drink it, man, you get that high oak, you know, you can taste, you know, the wood in there, but you also get the caramel and the vanilla and a little bit of apricot. So I was going to say, I get more of the, the wood note, the, the wood leather, a little of the sweetness. Um, I mean, it's actually holding on like that Kentucky hugs holding on longer than what I would expect. Um, or at least what you remember. Yes. I mean, when was the last right. time you drank straight Woodford? Oh, man. I mean, usually we have Woodford uh, mixed with Old Fashions. I mean, that's, or Manhattan's. Usually that's our go-to mixer. Gotcha. Um, I don't I don't remember the last time I've honestly had it neat. <laughs> probably been two years for me. See? So, I mean, it just goes to show you. I mean, we, we are bourbon snobs in some capacity, but, but we, we listened. You know, people said, hey, we want to know about everyday shelfers. You know, give us a little bit of insight. And so that's what we're doing. We're just diving into stuff that... Your average joke and go out and find and uh, you know yeah. and, and taste through it and yeah. just say hey this is what we like about it this is you know everything else go from there yeah. for for ninety proof I mean like I said it's uh, I'm not disappointed at all ninety proof ninety I think it's actually ninety two it's got a little spice. I think it is ninety two it's yeah. got a little spice but not a lot of heat easy to drink easy for easy for newbies yeah absolutely this is definitely a a, a Stephen J Scott um, chugger right here, buddy. Uh, he he likes those ninety proofers <laughs> to chug on. Usually they're Old Forester though. <laughs> At least it's made by the same company, right? That's right. So it's a uh, it's funny, you know. I been to the campus, love it. It's beautiful out there. But uh, one of the neatest experience and and uh, for me was actually meeting Chris Morris um, with Woodford. And uh, dude is, he's just a, he's a geek. I mean, but in a good way, right? Like, I mean, he, he's probably forgotten more about bourbon and making it and, 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 and the ins and out of it than, than I'll ever know. But just having a conversation with him about, um, you know, Woodford and how it's made and, you know, what they're doing and all the things out there. It's just crazy, you know, with the insight that guy brings. So, so Stephen, what do you think on this one, man? A lot of nice legs on the glass. I'm amazed. Hey, I'm supposed to be talking about the legs over here. <laughs> Are you a leg man? <laughs> it, I will say, Nick will sometimes, uh, you know, go, oh, that does have a lot of viscosity to it. It's, it's very I hugging didn't, the I didn't glass, steal that oily, <laughs> oily. So I, I, it's funny how everybody has their, their different terminology. I actually say viscosity a lot. Uh, Toby likes to say that I say different words, but I don't know. I've never heard. He's never been able to produce me saying that word ever in, in the actual podcast. Yeah, no, I, I think it's a, a solid one. Like I said, I definitely have uh, one on the shelf. I'd all, I'll probably still keep one on the shelf. This should be one of those if I go out to a bar 
and the pours are really, really expensive, I'd probably go down to this one because you wouldn't know the difference, and I'd probably enjoy myself just the same. So I will say what I typically do is I typically will buy one really, really good pour, and then I move to something like Old Forester or Woodford, things like that, because once you have one really good pour, you got a nice base, then it gives you that opportunity to kind of move through the rest of the night. So I added a drop of water just to see what happens. Because, you know, with all fairness, if you're going to do a review, you have to have, you know, both sides of the, the spectrum there. I will say it does open the nose up a little bit. You it opens get a, it up a lot. Yeah. You get a little bit more of the 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 less, um, more like fruity notes, almost like, um, I feel like I get a little bit more like cherry or, it's almost like pear, pear or cherry. You know, it's like some yeah. kind of, I can't really grasp exactly what it is because I don't have very much left in here. But what do you get, Stephen? I'm with you, but I noticed the difference. Yeah, there's uh, definitely a difference. I'm going to see what it tastes like. Again, good on the rocks, good neat. I mean, again, just a solid pour. I mean, you're talking $40. No, absolutely. I mean, you, you, you well, let's be honest. There's a lot of good bourbon out there that's supposed to be 40 bucks, but you just can't <laughs> find it. <laughs> but there's also probably a lot of really good bourbon that's uh, priced really high, but is not again, worth it. Absolutely, yeah. 100%. So yeah, that's a definitely a, a, a good solid pour. Like it, gonna get me a little rinse here, and then we'll go on and we'll talk a little bit more about the old uh, Bullet Bourbon. So with uh, Bullet, that one, uh, what's the proof and all that good stuff? And did, do you know what the mash bill is on that thing? Uh, we're, we're sitting at ninety proof. I know that, so they're right around the same proof. I do not know the mash bill behind it. I think it's probably a blend because they have ten mash bills. You know, you are right. There are eight or ten mash bills that Bullet mm-hmm. runs. Two, diff- two different grain mixtures and five different yeasts. Huh. So there you go. That would Jeez, it sounds a lot like four, <laughs> four, four roses. Four roses. <laughs> <laughs> it does sound a lot like that. Um, and maybe because they've sourced from there. <laughs> Who knows? So, so you say that, right? And it, and and I'm one of those people that I can say I've ha- I've definitely had some bullet that definitely was extremely reminiscent of Four Roses, especially some of the single barrels that I've tried. Um, but I will say, when I drink their, you know, standard blended product, it doesn't remind me as much of either the small batch or the single barrel. And I, now I don't know why that is, but to me, it's just one of those things. That it doesn't quite taste like. Four roses, but their single barrels definitely do, in in my opinion. I, I had one that I was like, "Oh my god, this is OBSO!" Like, I mean, I I could just tell you what exactly what it was, just because it's one of my favorite, um, you know, mash bills in the Four Roses blend. So, so the nose on this thing, a little more earthy. Get a little bit of the spice. Get a little bit of the rye. Not overpowering. But- no, but it you know it's not as sweet. The other one you got more wood, more like those sugar compounds coming through. This one is definitely a little bit more of the earthy side. I'm getting some tobacco, a little bit of leather. I don't. I don't think it's as strong as that the Woodford. Like, no. like, like I'm picking it up, but it, it seems like the nose on the Woodford was just a little more robust. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah, hundred mm-hmm. percent agree with that. Um, I'm almost getting almost like a weird like baked good on the nose on this. I hit my mic, so sorry about that. I don't know. Dive in for a taste. I'll let one of y'all talk while I'm diving in for a taste. So, Nick, I'll let you go first. Yeah, I mean, now I can talk about the legs, so Stephen doesn't <laughs> steal my thunder over here. Stephen's uh, a thief. <laughs> no, I mean, it, it's not bad. It's um, Again, I, I do pick up on the spice. Uh, 
I don't know if it's because I, I have a sweet tooth, but it seems like, again, I go back to that Woodford. I think it's more robust. You get more of those fruity notes in conjunction with some of that wood and leather. This one, I get a little more of the, the alcohol. And then on the back end, on the it's very subtle. Then you get kind of like some of those notes, but it's not as upfront in your face as the Woodford is. Yeah, I'm, uh, this is also a little bit more minty. You, you get some of the mint from the rye, um, but also it's almost like tea. Yeah, I could definitely see that. Tea, I don't know. It's weird. It, it it's mm, almost a little spicy sweetness for me. Yeah, but it's like a like one of the herbal tea type things, like a like chamomile or something like that. I, but it's not chamomile, but like it's one of those frou furry teas, like jasmine or I just can't put my finger on. It, you know what I'm saying? I could say we could go to uh, like Tiavana, but I don't think they're open anymore. <laughs> <laughs> We could go probably to any coffee shop and just start raiding the little tea jars. But but can I just smell it and then take this in there? Yeah. I, I, you could probably just take this in there. They'd probably be like, oh, what's in the glass? It'd be like, well, we're, it's research purposes. we we got to try some stuff out here. It does have a faint corn smell to it, too. Do we need to bust out the Freddy hands? The what? The Freddy hands? The Freddy hands? No. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The smacky and, <laughs> yeah. No, I hear you. Yeah. I saw him do one of those things where he like put the Buffalo trace in his hand and they smack their hands together and then, you know, smell it and then they do it again. And I, yeah, I call, I call him Freddy hands. We've been on a, a few tours with him. So every time he comes up, I go get ready for the Freddy hands and they're all like, what? I go just watch. Yeah, this is a, it's definitely got a little bit more of the rye pop to it. Um, but it's a good, in, in a good way, right? It's not the, it's not actually, even though I get a little bit of the, like that mint on the nose, it doesn't have that flavor. Cause that's one of the things that turns me off about Sunrise is that heavy mint. Like I'm just not a big fan of it. So this is my take on both bottles. If I had to have one neat, like, you know how you play that game? Like, uh, I forget what it was like when you're kids. So if I had to have one neat or on the rocks, I'd go with the Woodford. If I had to mix one in a Manhattan or old fashioned, I think this bullet would hold up a little better due to that um, rye rye base. Um, I enjoyed the Woodford with the notes and the smell a little more neat than the bullet. But I mean, I mean they're both around the same price point. I think bullets thirty five bucks. Probably in the ballpark there. Thirty five, thirty six dollars. And I, I think I agree with you. You know, I, dr- I I put a couple of drops of water, but going back in for my second dive. Like, I could definitely sip on the Woodford all night long. Like, again, I, I like your philosophy. Go in with an, a nice pour and then just have, like, one, co- you know, one, if you're doing it neat or on the rocks, I could probably sip on Woodford the rest of the evening. So this is something I just I just don't get. So when you typically add water to something, right, it's supposed to kind of mellow it out, do different things. Why is it that when you have a higher rye mash bill that when you add water, you get a little bit more of that that pepper flavor. Like almost always the pepper comes through. Like as soon as I took that second sip, like, I mean, it's all pepper right on the front of your tongue. And I, I like it because I like rye, right? But it just seems weird. You would think that when you water something down that it would, you know, mellow that flavor out. But it really brings forward the rye. It kind of milds out the, the caramel and the sweetness from the bourbon. Probably some chemical reaction. That Where's our chemist? Should- I'm not a chemist. Come on, Nick. Damn. <laughs> let, 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 let me finish my degree, and then we'll go back in and get another one. You're going to get another one? And another one. <laughs> and another one. What are you, What are you DJ Khaled? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Oh man, there I'm, definitely is more pepper with the water. It it, it really is. It, it it just always shocks me when it happens, and I shouldn't be shocked because I've had it a, a hundred times. I've had a hundred different bourbons where I've tried it, and I was like, oh wow, the rye really came out. You know, whenever I added that water, but it's just it still just gets me. And I I, did, I and I guess because I've never actually talked to a chemist, I, I actually probably need to ask. Tyler would know. I bet I bet Tyler from Old Forest. He probably definitely would know, but I've never asked Tyler about it, and I need to. I'm telling you, we need to get like a nerded out. I'm telling you, I, I figured out you know with the droppers and everything else. I think we need to get Tyler and Kirby on the show. And, and so who's Kirby? Kirby, I think he runs the uh, gift shop there too. Uh, okay. Uh, really, really smart guy. Uh, but we could just nerd out and just. Is Kirby kind of the one with glasses? Yeah. Yes, yes, he's. Awesome. I know, I know who you're talking about now. That I love that dude. He's yes. funny as all get out. We yes. we have conversations all the time when I go in there. So I, I think we just need to, uh, again, go down in chemistry and just figure this out. And I bet those two would be very knowledgeable about why. We'll have to do that. So I don't know if I want to pick a winner here, but I I definitely like the thought process that you put. Like, hey, if you're going to drink one neat, this is the way to go or on the rocks. And if you're going to drink one and you want to mix it with a cocktail or maybe some ginger ale or things like that, I'm going to go wood for neat water or ice and then bullet in a a good cocktail because I think the high rye and that spice will uh, hold up to that drink. What about you, Stephen? I would agree. I think just like the finished things that we were talking about with with the rye, I think it the more rye makes for a better blend. Gives you a better blend. So both these great everyday shelfers, you can go out and find them for less than 40 bucks a piece, um, or at least you should be able to. Um, good solid pours. What's the brand that owns Bullet and uh, IW Harper is it and all Di- that? Is it Diageo? Diageo, yeah, I think yeah. that's what it is, but I, yeah. I, I wasn't 100% certain. Uh, both, both beautiful campuses. So, yep. so I put in the plug right there. I mean, honestly, you should probably go out and visit both of them. Oh, 100%. You should definitely visit both and, and, and get out there and enjoy them and uh, go out and find these. And, and, and if you if you want to look for something that you know you can find on the shelf, you can take to a party and you're almost 100% going to find people that are going to enjoy them, pick up both these bottles right under that $40 mark and uh, enjoy. So this is Scott, Nick, and Steven signing off. Peace out.